Is it prayer without faith? Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. We are moving on in James chapter 5 today. In fact, we're going to finish the chapter. And chapter 5 concludes the book of James. Today we're going to be studying James 5 verses 13 through 20. And in this passage, James teaches on prayer and the role of faith in prayer. And uh, these are some very uh, instructive words And I think that uh, we'll find them helpful. Uh, But before we get into the text, uh, it is our custom to go before the author. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you that you are always with us. Uh, We thank you, Lord God, that you're faithful to your word. You're faithful to your promises. And Lord, um, you have faithfully journeyed with us through the book of James. Your Holy Spirit has been a good and reliable guide and instructor. And we pray once again, Lord God, your spirit would teach us through your word as we read and meditate upon it today. Father, we're hungry to hear from you. We're hungry to learn uh, the lessons that you have for us and apply them to our lives uh, to the benefit of our spiritual growth and grace that we might become more like your son, Jesus. We ask and pray all these things in his mighty name. Amen. All right, here is James five thirteen through 20. Is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Elijah was a human being, even as we are. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Again, he prayed, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its crops. My brothers and sisters, if one of you should wander from the truth and someone should bring that person back, remember this. Whoever turns a sinner from the error of their way will save them from death and cover over a multitude of sins. This is a very instructive passage, and um, James gives us a picture of several seasons which should prompt us to pray. First, he says, if anyone among you is in trouble, let them pray. Uh, So trouble is a trigger for prayer. Uh, When we're feeling, when we're struggling, when we're feeling down, when we're concerned about something, uh, when we're facing a difficult situation, uh, the Bible's instruction is that we should pray. Um, Sometimes we make prayer far too hard. Um, We complicate it beyond what God intended. Prayer is simply communication with our Heavenly Father. Uh, It's just talking with God, and uh, in the same way that we might sit and have coffee with a friend, prayer is talking things out with God, and in any good and healthy conversation, there's a little bit of sharing, and there's a little bit of listening, and then there's a little bit of sharing, and then there's a little bit of listening, and it's that back and forth, that honest conversation uh, where uh, we often uh, sense the Lord is present, and we hear uh, from heaven's perspective about our situation. 
Um, James says, if anyone's happy, let them sing songs of praise. Uh, Praise is a form of prayer. It's a way of singing back to God the goodness uh, of his character. Uh, It's a way of singing back to God his attributes and uh, delighting in him and, and loving on him. And that is a form of prayer. And so in our happy times, we sing songs of praise. James says another season that prompts prayer is sickness. And in this particular season of prayer, uh, James encourages the sick person to call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. Uh, This kind of healing prayer can be a powerful thing. And James says the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. Now we know that uh, our faith-infused prayers for sick people don't always lead to their earthly physical healing. Um, But the Lord always makes uh, the sick people we pray for well. In some cases, uh, they're restored to their health in this life. In some cases, they are healed perfectly uh, as their life here ends and they're ushered into God's eternity uh, where they receive um, his ultimate healing. Um, but regardless, uh, the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up to restored life here or to eternal life in heaven. Uh, if they've sinned, they'll be forgiven. So a faith-infused prayer for a person who has uh, been walking in a life of sin uh, will lead often to their forgiveness and restoration. Um, We pray for sinners. Uh, We pray that God would heal them and restore them. We pray that God would convict them of their sins. We pray that God would take them to the end of themselves so they might awaken to their need and run to Jesus and receive the healing and forgiveness and restoration that is theirs in Christ. He's our Redeemer. He's our faithful Savior. Uh, He's our loving Lord. And so we pray for folks who are outside of the family of faith, uh, that the Lord's good work might take place in their lives, and they might come to uh, know Him in a personal and real way. In verse 16, James says, Therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. You know, we shy away from confession. Um, We fear judgment. We fear wrath. We fear that people's attitude about us and their ideas about us will change if we confess what we're struggling with. Confession is risky. Uh, It's getting real. It's getting truthful. It's talking about the hard things in an honest way and putting that in front of others that we trust care about us, that we trust will listen and understand, and whose own confession of sin would probably make us blush a little. (laughs) But James says, and the Bible says, that we should confess our sins to each other and pray for each other, not so we have fuel for the fire, not so we have an arsenal of gossip, but so that we can be healed. Uh, Because the prayer of a righteous person, a truly godly person, is powerful and effective. We want to be praying for each other in our times of need and in our struggles so that we can be healed and restored and be walking uh, in freedom with Christ. Uh, James lifts up the example of Elijah, who was a righteous man, a, a prophet who prayed, and his prayers were answered. 
and then um, he lifts up uh, the importance of praying for brothers and sisters who wander from the faith. Um, and our prayers can turn them back to the Lord and put them back on uh, solid ground. And so um, we probably all can reflect on some people in our lives who we knew used to profess faith in Christ and seem to be walking with the Lord, who are no longer walking with the Lord, or who are in a distant country far from uh, the Lord's embrace and um, doing their own thing. And uh, I would say that we uh, have a biblical commitment to pray them back to Jesus, to pray for their um, for their lives, to pray that the Lord will turn them back, that they'll repent and come back home. Um, we have a we have a biblical call, and we should have a biblical commitment to pray for those who have wandered from the faith. And I love what James says: Whoever turns a sinner from the error of their way will save them from death and cover over a multitude of sins. It's a good word. Um, my heart is often heavy for certain people I know, and I imagine yours is too. And the encouragement here is that we continue praying for them. And uh, what great rejoicing there is when a sinner returns uh, from the error of their way. Um, Heaven rejoices and we do too. All right, my friends, thanks so much for your time studying with us as we've journeyed through the book of James. And I pray that as we uh, complete this study and move on to uh, a new book of the Bible to study together, that this this has been of great benefit to you. And uh, I appreciate your companionship on the journey. Thanks so much. God bless.